This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. channel on twitter with the podcast soon to follow for the masters day number two dave the wind is blowing at augusta national how are you man it's blowing in here we got high <laughs> winds we got a lot of stuff happening we got we got this this is the this is the second lid iteration what do you think of that one i like it the v gets washed out with the green yeah it does Kid so it's a little after. So we gotta we we, we gotta the kid pick the color for the V. I didn't know what to do with the red bill, but you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got the email this morning, by the way, from our props folks. They they are green lighting the full the prototypes did it did the trick. All right. So we will start to product produce and get these out oh. to the public, if you will. The we'll have people with the BVB hats. I oh, want them. And, and like, it's funny because they're like, how many do you want to produce? And I'm like, that's a really dangerous question. Like, you can't ask me just like to come up with a number. I'm going to say like 5,000. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? What, how many do I want to produce? Like, you can't ask me that. Like, you know, what's my budget? Like, how many do I want? I want as many as you can afford. How about that? <laughs> That's a good question. And a good answer. I so like your I, answer. Yeah, I gave a diplomatic answer. I gave us a, a small three-figure number to start just to say, hey, let's just do a first batch and, you know, be play the office politics game. And then we'll see what how many we actually need well, by between, supply and demand. Between the boys and girls that we got, um, oh. you know, that can help us do it. You know, I got I got. You know, Tice down well, at the one. Well, went will to Gumpy wear? If we if we send a hat to Gump, will 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 Gumpy wear one on Hammer Down? Oh, for sure. Whoa, I think so. That would be neat. Yeah, <laughs> to right. put him on the spot. I'm putting him on the spot literally. But your appearance with them yesterday was awesome. It was really really fun. How about Pat coming in yelling at me? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> he come in yelling at me. How many swear words did you, I think you dropped more swear words in that 30 second clip than I probably ever have heard you say. Man, I mean, you got You got when you're in with the natives, you got to, you know, <laughs> act like the natives. Like he started coming at me. You, I was like, whoa, yeah. hold on. I told him the Rangers were going to win. Got mad. Yeah. I had to just, you know, make sure to answer back. Foxy coming in. Foxy playing the heel is genius. I mean, it's just, it's, it's too good. Is he intentionally betting on these teams that are bad? Is that his deal? Or is it just all Detroit all the time and it's well, no. Detroit versus everybody? He's the Detroit. Yeah, he's the Detroit guy. But he plays the heel against all the Pittsburgh stuff. So oh, it sense. works out perfect. So he's always the guy that bets against them. How far yeah. of a drive is Detroit to Pittsburgh? Six hours? I never did it. Because you got to go through Ohio, right? Yeah, it's not that. I mean, it's probably that's that's probably a good number. I mean, because the Cleveland is two and a half, okay. two two fifteen if you drive fast, and then I think it's another two and a half to Detroit. 
bigger rival for Pittsburgh, Cleveland or Detroit? Oh, Cleveland. Really? Yeah, Detroit's that there's not there's no rivalry. There's no there's no rivalry between Well, there was when I was growing up. Red Wings and and Penguins were that's rivals. the only sport. That's the only sport it was, but they were different yeah. conferences. So it was twice a year. Detroit was in the West. Uh okay. So, you know, when they played in the cup, it was it was heated, but the Lions have never been good. I mean, I mean yeah. not pretty much. So different level. And then we didn't have a basketball team. And the baseball teams are American League National League. So there was never really a rivalry. You know how screwed I am here today in this room? So I have Tiger and Red Sox Yankees simultaneously during the show. What's what's bad about that? I have to talk to you. I, I, I want to pay attention to other get things. Keep it quick. We'll get out of here fast. <laughs> man, oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. But see, the, 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 this hat comes out. On opening day against the Yankees. What is that? <laughs> that hat comes out. <laughs> the 04, the 04 World Series hat. The 04 World Series hat. This hat is now. Do you have old. to do a breathalyzer on that hat? <sighs> this hat is old. This is an old, old, old hat, man. When I, I remember buying this, this was the first ever hat I bought online. Oh, wow. Okay. How effed up that is. First ever online purchase. Was in 2004 in Huntsville, Alabama. Online shopping had just kind of become a thing. Wow. I literally, I literally remember going, "Shit, I can't get Red Sox gear in Alabama. There's no way. I'm gonna have to wait until I get home." And it was October. I wasn't going home till December. And I'm like, I can't wait that long. So I went <laughs> and I bought. This is the hat they wore in the locker room. It was forty five dollars then. Right. Had it shipped. I remember typing in the credit card for the first time going like, this is wonky, man. I'm typing my credit card into a website. Like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Fine. Bought one for myself. Bought one for my girlfriend's mom. Sent it to her. Got myself, my girlfriend, who was from Boston at the time. Got her a hat. We were all... It took two weeks. <laughs> two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks to get Can the hat. Can you imagine? Oh, my Two goodness. weeks to get this hat sent... <laughs> It was like it was like Christmas Day when it arrived. Oh, it's like oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> it, it had so, to be. Uh, it was so fun. Do you now it's twenty. That was, that was eighteen years ago. Sick. It's absolutely disgusting how vivid my freaking memory is. I can tell you my apartment, what it looked like. I can tell you the TV. <laughs> can tell you the day where I was. What was the apartment number? Do you remember? Um. Well, there was. Let's see. In 2003, the apartment number was 42. And in 2004, the next year, I moved to a nicer apartment, a better apartment. And that one was, uh, it was 114. Okay. So, yeah, I remember the, I remember the, don't remember the street. I don't remember the street of the apartment, though. It was in a complex. Both of them were in complexes. Mm. The cookie cutter. You know, the ones with the very thin walls that when a tornado comes through, it blows the whole thing apart. <laughs> it's not there when it's gone. It's always like, this, just please don't have a tornado hit when I'm sleeping. Like, just please don't have, I'm making $24,000 a year. Like, please, I just, I, I, I don't oh. want to, I don't want to die in my sleep in a tornado. It's a really oh. awful uh, way of going. Uh, Huntsville. It happens a lot. It's Tornado Alley, man. I, I came within 50, 50 yards of an F4. That was fun. 
at night driving back from Birmingham. Have to, I was literally, it was back when they used to tell you to get out of your car and go under an underpass. Oh. Now they don't tell you to do that anymore. But at the time, <laughs> they told me to do it. I was like, okay. So I went and did it. And then I heard the thing go across the highway like a train. It was crazy. You were out of your car? So back in, twin, back in 2004, the theory in the South when it came to tornadoes was it's safer to be under the underpass. So when the tornado comes through, the tornado gets cut off by the – it'll stay on top of the road. So you're in the underpass. It'll go on top of you mm. versus going – um, you know, you know, going when you're in your car, it'll pick your car up and throw you type of thing. Well, that got disproven because it, now we found out it actually creates a suction, a vacuum, and you get sucked out from underneath the underpass. So it's better to be in your car because the car could protect you when you get tossed. Sounds terrible. It's terrible. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. terrible. People who live in tornado parts of the country, I feel for you guys. Like oh. I grew up with hurricanes, okay? Hurricanes are predictable. And I often say, if you die in a hurricane, you wanted to die. Like you put yourself in that position because you stayed. You don't get, no one gets sprung up upon unless you're out to sea. Nobody gets sprung up on, hey, there's a tornado. Or, sorry, there's a hurricane. Tornadoes just come out of nowhere. Like right. yesterday, so my mom's flying here. All the flights were all a mess. She's flying JetBlue from Boston to here. And her flight was coming from Orlando, Florida. Well, yesterday we saw it with the masters. I mean, there's like pop-up thunderstorms all over the South going on. Mm -hmm. It's like randomly pop up. So you get beautiful day late in the afternoon, high humidity, all of a sudden bang thunderstorm. Oh, there's a hook echo. And then there's a tornado out of nowhere drops out of the sky on your head and you're dead. No, thank you. Think about doing meteorology. No, never. But I am. I, I have lived all over the freaking country, so I've seen everything. You pull off the weatherman thing. I, I've seen it all, man. I, I, I've seen tornadoes, hurricanes, humidity, cold. It's freezing in New England today. Freezing rain, cold. It's eighty-four degrees here. Thank you very much. Man. So my my mom is ecstatic. <laughs> She's like, I'm out of here. It's like right. I'm it's eighty-four degrees. Shit, She's at Madeline School right now, watching her fun run today. Nice. Spring break is spring break starting for you guys. I don't know what the hell's happening in this house. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> spring break know. starts today. This is the last. I think Madeline's it is. Off. I think it's next week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So today's the last day of school. So they're having a whole fun run thing and they're what they're getting to watch movies today. So oh yeah. Second grade. Madeline woke up this morning at 6 30, like literally like it was Christmas morning. She was so excited to go to school today. She's like, let's go. I was like, wow. I was like, you really want to go to school today? She's like, yeah. She's like, it's not school today. <laughs> There's no teaching classes, nothing. So She's very, very excited for that today. Wish so they were that excited all the time. Exactly, right? That would be beautiful. It'd be a hell of a lot easier to do that. All right. So the wind is blowing at Augusta, like I mentioned. Yes. Numbers are spiking at the moment. Cut line currently is plus three. Some pretty big names are not going to make the cut currently. We'll see where they wind up finishing. But how do we feel about Tiger in the afternoon today? Oh, I was already texting this morning and tweeting, and um, the number at FanDuel was 75 or higher, Okay, 74 or lower. 74 or lower was minus 125, so very small favorite. Okay. Um, and the people that responded to me via tweets all said he's going to shoot 75 or higher. 
I would agree with that. Based on the course conditions. He can shoot, though, at one under par at the moment. And if plus three is going to be the cut line, it might be four, it might be five by the time he's done. He might be able to shoot 76 and make the cut. Correct. That's, so that's that's what I mean. They actually have a bet on FanDuel what the cut is going to be. Plus it's four. Plus right? four or yeah. lower. Yeah. Or plus five or higher. Wow. Which is a good number. It's great. It's a, it's really a great number. number. It's three at the moment. My my feeling is it's four. That's kind of how I think it'll go. <clears throat> but it really depends upon if somebody goes low today, they're going to leap the entire field. Right. Like if you shoot a 68 today, you are going to be in first place. Like you're going to be leading at the at the turn if you shoot 68 today. If you somehow can put together like a crazy round. I've been watching uh, for the last hour or so. Everyone is hitting the ball all over the place and they're leaving every putt short. So mm. the wind is impacting putting dramatically. They're nervous about running the ball past the hole. The greens seem to be very quick because the other, the other thing that happens with wind, not just the balls getting impacted off the tee, but you start to dry the green out really fast. Mm-hmm. So the greens become quicker, slicker and have better, have bigger breaks in the putts. So they're putting very conservatively on defense, not attacking the holes, and they're not chipping the ball the way that they want to be. Colin Murakawa had a crazy, you know, really bad chunk. I saw Dustin Johnson chip out of the pine straw straight into the trees, hit a bunch of branches, like been some bad rounds going on at the moment. So we'll see once Tiger gets out there what we look at here. But uh, Cameron Smith in the leaders tee off, um, what, 1030 hours, right? Yeah. 10.30 our time, right? Yeah. Everybody tees off for the next hour to two hours. So we'll see. I mean, plus five or worse for the cut is minus 163 versus <clears throat> plus four or betters plus 120. What about, is there a Tiger Woods make the cut market still up or no? Uh, let's see. There's a bogey free round for Tiger. Right, everyone that hasn't played or hasn't started yet. So you can bet anyone not go bogey. Wow. Cam Smith, I might go bogey free, depending on what happened yesterday. 18 to one. I mean, 18, he was playing so well, and then he doubled 18. I mean, our boy Rob from Bet the Bookie, man, Bear beating the Bookie. Boy, that's a tough beat on him. Oh. He had 20,000 going on Cam to lead. Come on. Got burned oh. bad on that double bogey. Oh. The kick to the nuts right there. Yeah. That was brutal. So, that sucks, but so what are we looking at? Make or miss cut? No, they don't have that. Yeah, it's too heavy. I mean, it's 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 highly likely that he is going to um going to come in. Did Cole? Did, did did Garrett Cole get hit already by the Red Sox? Hold on, does that game already start? Uh, top of the first. Two nothing Red Sox already. <laughs> so my yes, so my I I, I had I, I bet no runs in the first inning. <laughs> whoops that that bet's dead oops but i'll take it i'm on the red sox i'm on the red sox money line well we can get to that here in a second i really man this game starts so fast that's crazy how quickly these games start you see what uh, i'm wearing right I, I wore the red sox shirt just for you oh thank you yeah. i appreciate that yeah two nothing red sox already i mean i'm I, I people didn't understand this when i said it last night on the juice i got a bunch of people who were like garrett cole could win the cy young like i i, I go Garrett Cole's given up 10 home runs in 10 appearances against the Red Sox. You got to bet the yes in the first inning when he pitches every time. 
gives yep. up a bomb or 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 two a double. I but again, it's, it's, it's the first every, every time inning of the year. I thought he might be sharp. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, I faded Garrett Cole every time he faced the Red Sox last year. I faded him again. I bet the Red Sox to win the game. Now, not that they're going to win the game. I mean, they right. got Evaldi. It's up 2 nothing in the first inning. But Garrett Cole gets hit by the Red Sox. And the Red Sox lineup is going to score. And it was plus 150 last night. Like, what the hell are the books doing? That's an insane. I was like, I'm taking, I'm taking this just on principle. Give me plus 150 on opening day. The Red Sox and the Yankees. So more on that here in, in, in just one second. I wanted to read you something. FanDuel sent this email out today. This year, FanDuel customers are backing Tiger Woods to such a degree, the Masters outright winner market, the bets on Tiger Woods alone in the outright market are more than the combined bets taken by FanDuel in 2019 for the entire Masters tournament. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, that was three years ago. There weren't that many people and there weren't that many states online to bet. The quantities. I mean, you still had New Jersey, which means you had all the New York betting going on. Yeah, but. You had Colorado. Trying to think in 2019, who was legal? Nevada was legal. Colorado was legal. New Jersey was legal. That might have been it. You know, in the spring of 2019. You know, there's just way more states and there's way more interest. And he's been gone. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, when when grandma asked me if I could put a bet in for her on Tiger, <laughs> you know, that's awesome. like that's that's what again, just everybody can do it now. It's so easy. Just being in the state of New York alone, it should have eclipsed that number. Eighteen percent of the handle at FanDuel is on Tiger. I mean, that's crazy. It's about right. One in every five bets is on Tiger. Yeah. <sighs> $1.80 out of every $10 bet is on Tiger Woods. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's really not. It's just. It is. It's ridiculous. For a golf tournament with the variance this thing's got for him to win the thing. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy to think about, but like, this is what happens all, all the time. When the handle he plays, is. he's that type of percentage of the handle. Yes. Books are going to make so much money. Oh. This is like a dream. This is a Manny, this is Manny Pacquiao of the boxing of, of, of this is a dream. It's not, fantastic. Not if he wins. Not he if he wins. But he's not winning this thing. I'm going to win. I'm not Fair winning right. this thing. I, I would love it, but I, I just want him to be in contention. Like somebody made you a great point. You and everybody point. else. Somebody made a great point on Twitter yesterday going like, we shouldn't care if Tiger Woods makes one birdie or a hundred birdies. How is this guy even on the playing surface at the moment? Like we, we, we have to just like step back and be like, he, if this was a normal human being, there's no way this person, like if this was me or you, the Tiger had a team of people. Yeah. Of physical therapists and surgeons and all these people who were able to do this is a medical marvel that oh, without what we have done as human beings to put him into a place where he actually can compete. And he probably needed to have every dollar that he spent to get it done because of what he I mean, he was in bed for three months. <laughs> 
March, April, May of 2021, Tiger wasn't walking. He was in a bed. Now Tiger is walking miles. Look at this is miles to walk a golf course, five, six miles. He's walking while hitting golf balls at the same time. He's actually playing the game. It's have you it ever tried make to sense. play when you're like your knee hurt? No, I have a bad back. I I, I all the time. I, yeah. I know exactly what that's like when you're playing. I, I have a bad lower back that I've had my entire life that has it's it, it catches and when when my but I have back spasms. It's the worst. I've had them. It's why I didn't I quit do golfing because my back hurt so much. Yeah, I mean, I I was gonna do jujitsu. I was gonna I was when I started training at Venom here in Vegas when it was boxing and it was mixed martial arts and. I I started I did one one day of jujitsu and rolling and my back grabbed and I was like uh-uh I'm too old like this is a bad idea <laughs> like I will I will be seriously hurt doing this I cannot should not cannot will not do that I'm gonna stick to boxing just be on my feet and it's a hell of a lot easier yeah I understand it sucks when your back is hurting it's the worst oh back knee, five any back sur- five back surgeries. Dudes had five. He had back fusion. No one's ever come back from that. Somebody reminded me that yesterday saying like, you know, he's done this twice, right? (laughs) The first time he had back fusion surgery and nobody was supposed to golf after that. Right. He came back after that. Now he almost loses his foot coming back from that. (laughs) This guy is like the Terminator. He just won't die. (laughs) He just won't stop playing back. You know, shot one under. Par at Augusta <laughs> at one of the hardest golf courses in the world. It was the biggest scrambling recovery round, though, of anybody in the field. For him. No, yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. He was all over the place and he saved par the most. Well, that's bad for today because the, the wind. Entire field. So well, the wind. That's though. what he does. That's right. But the wind today is going to make it even more complicated. He can't spray and play today. Yeah, but he can he can get if he can get up and down. That's my point. The wind's going to prevent that from happening. I'm watching these dudes who are having all sorts of trouble. Every putt I'm watching is coming up short. They're all coming up short, and it's because of the wind. So it's it's not pristine, ideal conditions. This is exactly what they talked about. Thursday was going to be the best round for Tiger. Friday is going to be complicated and difficult. If he makes the weekend, Saturday is going to be when the cold front comes through, and it's going to be chilly. And he'll probably tee off in the morning because he's not going to be in contention. If he makes the cut, I will fade him on Saturday. I'll bet the over on this round on Saturday. If he shoots par today. Oh, I hope that happens. I hope that happens. Yeah, because then the number will be like 71, 72 for tomorrow, for Saturday. Yeah. Over. (laughs) It will bet over (laughs) on that. That will be be an over bet for me wholeheartedly. Because he's going to be golfing in 45, 50 degree weather. That's going to tighten up that leg, tighten up that back. Mm. Not fun. No. I hate playing any sport outside, but golf and baseball, yuck. You hate playing any sport outside? No, when it's colder. Sorry, when it's cold. Oh. How about three nothing Red Sox, one out, top of the first still? Garrett Cole has has gotten two outs. Red Sox, J.D. Martinez doubled in bogey. To start the scoring. Uh, oh, Devers homered. Devers to run home. <laughs> Devers went deep. <laughs> so Kike, Kike walks. All back out. Kike walks. Rafi goes deep. 
Bogart singles, Martinez doubles, Verdugo grounded out, Story out to third, and Bobby Dahlback is up with a runner at second base at the moment. Wow. Three nothing Red Sox for the Yankees even start. Good start. Now look even at the end game for that. Look at the end game. I remember it's on my phone, but for the pull up Fanduel for, for that. Why? To bet the Yankees going to be like plus three hundred. I don't know. Let's see how much they adjusted. Red Sox for plus one fifty. So live for the Red Sox at the moment. Minus two fifty. Plus one sixty eight. Oh, that's it. On the Yankees. Well, because they haven't and started yet, but the total is up to eleven. It was down to eight. You can take plus one and a half plus money. On the Yankees right now. Wow. It's now plus 174. Yeah. It's crazy to me that you can take a run and a half with the home team. So if I'm on plus, let's let's talk through this. Okay. So, you know, go ahead, Matt, on the rundown. We can go ahead and and kind of skip right to this because we were, this is on the rundown to have a conversation about it. But uh, Red Sox at plus 150. I took them on the money line. Yep. Do you come back and bet the Yankees at plus 750? Sorry, I'm sorry, but plus seven, seven plus one seventy, I guess. Oh, yeah. bet them both. That doesn't make you lock in profit. What you do is you take the run and a half at plus, plus one ten. Yeah, and then if the Red Sox win by one, you win everything. You can't lose both, and you've made money either way. You know, so if you bet ten to bit win fifteen dollars, you bet ten to win ten dollars and fifty cents, or whatever that plus is, or eleven dollars, you make a buck. You make five bucks or you make 25 bucks. If, if they win by one. If they win by one, you yeah, you win five if the Red Sox win. You win a dollar if the Yankees win. Or you win $25 if the Red Sox win by one. White Sox have just scored on the, on the Detroit Tigers. This is my other bet of the day. Oh, boy. Can you believe this? Like, the... the, the, the so was somebody walk me through this? Okay, what? walk me through the, 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 this this number projection. Okay. How the hell were the Chicago White Sox minus one twenty five on the money line last night against the Tigers? Mm-hmm. Was somebody asleep? Because the Tigers were facing Erod, and they started an entire right handed lineup. This team hits lefties. Unlike any team in Major League Baseball. The White Sox do. Yes, they do. Yes. They don't just hit lefties. They blow the living daylights out of lefties. And I got minus 125 last night. I had to double check it at the Westgate last night. I was like, how? Wait a minute. I'm paying a buck and a quarter for for a team against Erod, a guy I know really well that I've watched. I know he's like an opening day. He sucks in April. And he's a lefty going up against the best left-handed hitting lineup in baseball on opening day the hell are we doing it's like thank you already won nothing all the home teams won except one what's that matter you see the tigers are supposed to maybe possibly win the al central this year that's it look look it's 162 games talking about one game i know how much higher could you have made the white Sox to start 150 160 whoa whoa you got hockey numbers that are in the 300s it's the first day Uh uh-huh so, so you put up a number of a road team being favored against a. This is the same thing that happened last team. night when, when the when people were backing the Pirates for no stupid reason. They got their asses kicked. Same thing. Like I don't get this. Like I, I'm not 
quote unquote, a sharp person, but I do have a brain for sports. And you're telling me that you're coming in and betting the Pittsburgh Pirates. Why? They, get, they lost nine, nothing. Like that's sharps. Right. Sharps are on Pittsburgh. Like I like why that's justify why you, this for me, please. That's why you put up 125. You see what they do with it. Obviously they laid it. They laid it again. Does <laughs> the thing close 140? Okay. It's better. So, 143, one place, 135. Wow. You have a big disparity and you have 129. I have 125. Yeah. So, I mean, it closed. Uh, yeah. Somebody opened at 135 and it didn't move much. And then, yeah, sometimes you put up a number and you get bet. I mean, sometimes it's wrong. It's just, it's one of those things. I mean, we, it's easy to say right now, but. Red Sox plus 150 made no sense to me. White Sox minus 125 made no sense to me. This is like, wait, wait a minute. Like I'm, I'm very confused. I know it's opening day. We're trying to figure out the marketplace, but I don't understand what you guys are like. Where are we? These prices don't make any sense to me. They should, I mean, I, I thank you. I'll take them. Garrett against the Red Sox at plus 150. One, one, one book was plus 160 on that. Three, nothing Red Sox after the half top of the inning. And look, Man, I'm not saying these games are over, but. I mean, there might have been books that wanted to need the Yankees today, you know, so they put it a little higher. And there might have been maybe the guys at the Westgate wanted to need the Tigers today. Oh, Jesus. Now it's 3 2. This is a home run derby. Rizzo, two run home run. Judge scores 3 2. Five go. runs in the first inning. Here we what's, go. What's the live total on that game now? Um, the live total is <laughs> click refresh 12 and a half. <sighs> Minus one twenty to the over. See now you can now you got the. I mean the price for the Yankees is plus one and a half is minus two fifteen. And the Yankees are favored now. So yeah, minus one eighteen. In That's what I mean. So now you just build your position, right? Like if you've taken that, now you take it back the other way, and you sit there <laughs> and just add to the pile. You're just adding up here, adding up here, adding the middle. And when you look at the bell graph. All of it favors you as you sit there and do that. This is a dream. Green game betting, the <laughs> scoring, because now you can take positions on both sides. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's fantastic. Really, really interesting. And so the White Sox, <laughs> where are we going with the White Sox? Are you still on top of the first and no, on bottom of the top first of, now? Uh, bottom you of the first. Yeah, just White Sox just got out. We're now at the bottom of the first. It's, I mean, Giolito, talking about a guy who was supposed to be in the Cy Young conversation. Yeah. Giving him minus 125. Whew. So it's looked like it's a Yurfie day, in case you're curious. It's not going to be a Nerfy day. It's going to be mm. a Yurfie day. First two games, five runs in the Red Sox Yankees, which is just so funny because people always say, you know, you got to speed these games up. You know, I got to speed these games up. Red Sox Yankee games are so long. The reason why they're so long is because he scored five runs in the first inning. That's why Correct. it's that's why it's so long. <laughs> yeah. This I mean. Is- you can't control the speed of the game. You can control the speed of the in-between the stuff for the game. Yeah. Like the game is still the game. You know, you can, I mean, they're going to put a pitch clock on. So the guy has to pitch faster and they're going to tell the batter, stay in the batter's box. I've seen it now with the softball. Yeah. When the umps start their, you know, they count it or whatever. So it's almost like a five second call in basketball where they, I swear. I'm like, did that guy really count that? They just award the batter. A, uh, a strike if they take too long. And if the pitcher takes too long, they say it's a ball. There's no clock in the, in the, you know, scoreboard or in the stadium or anything. So you don't really know. Just play the game. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think there's just, 
This push to speed it all up, I understand it. But it's still, you can't speed up 3-2 in the first inning. I mean, this is so funny because the Red Sox team total today was three and a half. Hello. <laughs> team Hello. Their team total was three and a half. You get three in the first. Love that. Eight and a half. You could have gotten this number eight and a half. For the game. Yeah. I like the under in this game today. I didn't bet it, but I liked it. I, I bet no run in the no runs in the first inning. There's five. So that was a good bet by me. It closed eight. Closed eight. Yeah. They have five runs in the first inning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, oh my goodness gracious. It's so funny. It really is just one of those like you just shake your head at it with these two teams when they play. It's not, it's softball. It's not, it's not actually baseball. You just go out there and it's going to be a, a guaranteed look. This game is currently, this game started at 10 10. We are, we are 24. Um, oh, look at that. We just got approved for the NFL draft. Look at that. How about that? Look at that. NFL to send me an email. We're all good. We're into the nice. NFL draft. How about that? So props.com, you guys were seeing us covering the NFL draft. You've been approved for credentials. Oh, and now the official ter- the official name of the draft now is the 2022 NFL Draft at Caesars Forum in Las Vegas. Oh, great! There is your official word, the official name <clears throat> of the NFL Draft. What does that mean? That you have to say Caesars every time you say NFL Draft. So they go one in one in a like. Uh, the they're putting the media at the link. Oh. <laughs> Really? Wow. They're putting the media at the link. That's hysterical. That's great. They're putting them at the link. Never been happier to live here than I do that week. Hell yeah. I mean, I should literally. They're going to sell the the Caesars is going to sell the room rates through the roof. They can't. 100%. Why would they not? I mean, they can't put the media there. Not gonna put them in, you know. You're gonna put them in a place that they can't sell or don't, you know, doesn't have the highest rack rate. Stay at the link. There you go. Uh, flamingo in the. Which would you rather stay at, the link or the flamingo? Link. Oh, it's a toss up. No, it's not. <laughs> have you been to the flamingo? It's yes. link minus two fifty. <laughs> are you nuts? Bad. Come they're on, both pretty bad. I mean, they are, but they're like, pretty just, bad. Oh man, especially clientele. Like you stay at the link, you oh. are going to throw down. Like you are not going to be quiet. You're not going to Vegas to just have like a quiet, nice little trip if you're staying at the link. Like you ain't going to, for no quiet at the Flamingo either. You no. want to go quiet? Come and stay out by us. Right. We got places off the strip. You can uh, stay and be quiet. You're staying at the link, like you're going to like right in the middle you know, of it. Right? Yeah, there. you've got a a lot of white substances and a lot of crazy alcoholic drinks you're putting. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you're up all night. You're not. You're not. Smell all that stuff in the air. It's just nonstop. <laughs> Holy cow! Oh, that's too good. At least at the flamingo, you could go look at the birds outside a little bit. But what birds? You've not gone outside to look at the flamingos and the ducks and all that stuff. And yeah, the they got flamingo? flamingos. The big bird area you walk through and stuff. It's actually pretty cool. It's like a, it's almost. Like I don't think I've gone. I don't think I've seen that. Yes, oh. I have. Yes, I have. Yeah, no, I yes, I have. Sorry. Yes, I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch, yes. Look at the birds. Yeah, in the beginning, right in the beginning. By the way, Garrett Cole's ERA currently is 20.5. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's 20.5. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So the Red Sox dead. So now it's three to two. 
We're going to see how my computer handles me streaming the Red Sox at the moment as we, <coughs> as we do this show. Great. My, my computer Probably crashed. kicked me out again <laughs> while, while we're doing this, while I'm streaming it. Let's see how it works. Love, love hearing that. <laughs> well, I can, do, I, I can do it now until our, our, our new little friend, our, our announcement that will come. We, we have a fun announcement coming in a couple of weeks that we'll, that we'll make. And then I, can, I can't do that because we'll have, we have to be careful with our make sure everything works right now we can have some fun if, it, if i get booted i get booted we'll figure it out no one's going to be mad right now if if, if i get kicked out and in, in a couple of weeks people might get angry at right frozen faces and dave's stare and uh-huh <laughs> I, I, I did not post that by the way on twitter i i didn't find that funny i don't know who posted that <laughs> oh that was that was so funny somebody took a screenshot of dave being frozen and was like i'm just gonna leave this right here that was awesome yeah that was so cal beautiful. i see what you're doing i see what you're doing jay ma uh, that's that fine you got me in trouble man <laughs> that was that was super funny. I was laughing my ass off at that. I was like, that is too freaking good to go ahead and, and, and grab onto that. So yeah, so the Red Sox team total, you, you you feel good about that. You feel a bit good about the over if you're if you're gonna be on that. It's one nothing uh White Sox. I feel good about that. So I got good start to my betting day. Uh at the moment. All right, let's talk some basketball. So Jokic last night did something no one's ever done before. Man. He got two thousand points. 1,000 rebounds and 500 assists. When you do something like this, the MVP race is over, right? I guess so. I mean, it's, it's over. over in your eyes. Yeah, it's over. You can't put up. I mean, some, I, you, I, based on the betting market, I thought it's been over for two weeks. It has, but this is like over. When, when you have a moment like that, like he played, he didn't need to play last night. I guess he kind of needed to, but he didn't have to play as long as he did. And he did it to set the record to go ahead and get it. And then he got it. And it's like, man, you start looking at these numbers. When you do something that no one in, in the NBA has ever done like this. You got to give it to him. Yeah, it's over. Like it's done. Like it's back to back. Minus three to one. And beat is plus three to one. Yeah. Giannis is plus eight to one. And then Devin Booker is a hundred to one. That's a four. I mean, do we start talking about Jokic as an all time great? Are we Should we start to have that conversation? Do you like that conversation? Nope. I hate it. I hate it too. But I, mean, I just this think is it's our show. Do we have to talk about no, it? No, but I just think it's interesting. I bring it up only because I heard it this morning. And I think there's some people who really hate that guy. I think he's a, a stiff. And it's really? like, yeah, there's people who do that think Jokic. And they, 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 people like, if you ask some people on the East Coast, like, would you take Embiid over Jokic? They, it's like eight to one. Like people will take Embiid every time. I mean, that's time. just a personal choice, but is he, he's not a stiff. No, but like he's not. He produces. Like, like they wouldn't say he's like in the category of a Booker, a LeBron, you know, one of these like Damian Lillard. Like when you start talking about the, like right now, if you were building a roster right now, right? How many picks down do you have to go before you get get to Jokic? Oh, man. I don't think he's in the starting five. Right, but he should be. Arguably, yes. I mean, he should be probably the first pick, to be honest. I mean, Well, I mean, that depends how you want to build out your team, but I don't know. He might be the best player in the NBA right now. For some people, yes. Like, I'm not sure how I'm not sure who not I even put. in the top five. That's right. crazy. Which is it's 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 wild. Like I, I think Giannis would be like I would pause if I had the first pick, I would pause between him or Giannis. Right. But I feel like Jokic gets disrespected, like because of where he plays in the Mountain Time Zone, and the way he plays. I mean, they're the only, 
you know, he's a YMCA stiff. That's what I mean. He's looking like he's a goofy looking white guy from the Y. That's what he looks like. (laughs) But he scores 2000 points, 1000 rebounds and 500 assists. No one's ever done that before. It's insane. But like, they're the only team in the mountain time zone, right? So is that like a, I mean, that's not a triple crown. Like he's leading in all three of those, right? He's not leading. No, he's the first one ever to accomplish all three. Okay, but n- none of those three things are the league leader. I don't believe so, no. Okay. I mean, because, like, you know, if not, you lead, lead the baseball points. in triple crown, I mean, you lead batting average, home runs, and ribbies. That's Correct. unbelievable. And they kind of – But, like, we've never seen – like, I, I guess it would be a co- equivalent to, like, somebody hitting – no, batting 350, hitting 500, hitting 50 home runs and driving in 120 RBIs. Like, we've never seen anybody do that. So, like, I guess, did Bonds do that? Wait, yeah, no, Bonds, Bonds, Bonds made all that. that. All right, so how about hitting 390? Someone hit 390. Oh, okay, yeah. 55 right. home runs, 390, and 130. Yeah, RBIs. nobody hits the home runs and ribbies and hits for that average. Yeah, I mean, so, like, you know, they hit 330 and have done it. Right. I mean, I'm just saying it's just interesting. Like this accomplishment was a really big deal. I know in Denver, our girl, Jenna Garcia was there covering it for, for her other outlets in Denver. And she was mm. tweeting about it and kind of going play by play. And I was just like following the moment that he broke the record and like, it's a really big deal right. in Denver. Like that was a, like, this is like their guy. Like they absolutely think he's the greatest player and people will go to the, you know, to the wall to fight you if you rip on Jokic. Right. And I think it's it's fine. I would too. If he was my guy, I would completely be furious if anybody was ripping on him. But they just don't like they play in a wonky media market. Like if he was in if he was a New York Nick, this dude would be a absolute household name monster. Would he though, because of the yeah. way he plays? I think he would. I really do, just because of what I mean, I think there'd be more pressure on him to win. Like that's the other knock is like, what does he want? If he's so good, oh, why, they always go to that. Why hasn't he won? If he's so good, why hasn't he won a ring? And it's like, okay. any help. Well, that's true. And he's had really bad luck. I mean, he's a lot of his, his help gets hurt a ton. Right. <laughs> so his number one scoring guard and number two, you know, small forward scoring or you know, small forward, not power forward, but M- MPJ is not out them either. So like they need those guys. Michael Porter Jr. is supposed to be this huge weapon and he is, but he can't stay healthy. So. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I mean, they should defend him. And like, I, mean, I remember when I went to Camden Yards, we talked about that yesterday, right. like going to, to ballparks. I went to Camden Yards and I was sitting there and Cal Ripken was going to ground into a double play. And I was with my girlfriend at the time and I said, watch this. He's going to ground into a double play. And these people around me were like, what are you saying? Like they wanted to almost fight me. I'm like, He's down 0-2 in a count. He's going to throw him a changeup. He's going to roll over and hit it to the third baseman. They're going to go 5-4-3. He got it. He hit into a double play. He hit it to the shortstop. Okay. And and my girlfriend at the time was like, how'd you know that? I'm like, I saw the way they were pitching him. I just – it's crazy. Sometimes you just see stuff, and then it happens. And this guy in front of me was like, why are you, are you rooting against them? I'm like, no, man. I'm just here watching the game. Relax. Like, so people get very defending of their guy. I can see why Denver takes it, you know, to heart because he's their guy and they're pushing him and everything else. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know if he would like, I think it's more of a style of play and the way he looks. 
um, why <laughs> he's not maybe regarded the, as the way he looks is definitely a problem. I'll he give you that. Like a big dorky white guy. Yep. Exactly, exactly what he looks you like. You know, his arms sometimes are flailing all over. He doesn't really have the prettiest shot. You know, sometimes he's he does a, those He passes. is a goofball, though. The, 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 the one thing I do like about him is that he's such a clown. Like, like not in a bad way. I mean, and I'm saying, like, he is, like, just a joking dude. So I call him right. the Joker. Like, it's Jokic, but they call him the Joker. Because he's just, like, they love him. Like, when you get to know him in the media market, they love the guy's personality. Right. He's, He's just not like an outwardly marketed guy where he's not doing Nike commercials or he's not doing Gatorade commercials or State Farm commercials. Like we don't see him out there in the same way. And partly that's because of Denver. But I don't know. I, I, it would be awesome to see Denver do something. I just don't think they're going to do something. And then it's going to fall back on Jokic's head and people are going to be like, see, told you. Not, Mm. not, not that good. Sorry, because he can't do it by himself. Yeah, he needs help. <laughs> he Everybody does. Yeah, in today's for, NBA. Hell yeah, I saw you need for help. Years. I mean, look, go back, look at Michael Jordan. Go back, look at you know, like in Pittsburgh, Mario Lemieux was. I mean, he's the best player I ever saw. Best player mm. I think ever in mm. hockey. Better than Gretzky, but he didn't have any help for a lot of years, and then he finally got help, and they won a couple cups, and then everybody got hurt. And, they, you know, once they couldn't keep everybody healthy, they could never win another cup. I mean, mm. it just you need so many things to go right to win. I hate that argument. Well, he hasn't won anything. How, you can't control that all the time. I mean, like, yes, you want them to ultimately win something so that you can take that argument away. But things have to fall into place almost perfectly. And you got to stay healthy to win sometimes. Mm. Still be the best player. I take him in somewhere in my top five. I don't take him first, though. M has already bogeyed his first hole today. Oh, no, sorry. He's through 14. Sorry. He's through 14 now. Wow, he's tough early. Huh. So he's one over. Four over still leads it. Uh, Let's see. Four under. Uh, I mean, four under. Sorry, sorry. Four under. Excuse me. Cam Smith has made a bogey already. He's down to three. Uh, Corey Connors is two. DJ's down to two. Cantalay's up to uh, I can say even an even point two under Tiger tees off at 1041. So t- he should be just getting ready to tee off right now for Tiger. Is it Fina? No, Tiger's playing with, yeah, same threesome. Okay. He's yeah. playing with for Jacqueline Neiman. Uh, let's see. Rom's one over par. He's one under for the day. The best score so far today is three under par by Charles Swartzel. And he just wrapped up. He shot a 69 and he has Ooh. rocketed his way. He has rocketed his way up. He shot 72, 69, three under par. There you go. Right there on the front page of the leaderboard. And the other um, currently JJ spawn has the best round going on the course at two under. And then you've got two under for KH Lee. Siwoo Kim, who was, a four over yesterday, but two under today. So he's bouncing back. Danny Willett's at four under shot oh, 69 boy. yesterday. He's got one under on the day so far to so Danny Willett's lurking there. Morikawa oh. is coming around here. One under on the day, even par in the tournament. You start told, to see some of the bigger names. I've told you the story about Danny Willett in the past, right? About the book liability on him. No, about the, the guys in the book, the year he won it. We, right. we all had him. Right. Yeah. The text started this morning. Did anybody bet Willett this year? It was so oh. funny. I was like, oh, no. Are we doing this now? 
because the word didn't go out. So, I mean, when we were in the book, everybody had him. We all had huh. So the text started this morning and it started, and then you just said his name. I texted a guy yesterday who's actually, he's down in Costa Rica now. I said, uh, every time I hear Danny Willett's name, I think of you. And he said, yeah, he said, that was the best of all time. That was one of the best of all time. <laughs> so the names of guys in, in my pick to win this thing is very much on in jeopardy of missing the cut. So mm. Bryson DeChambeau is five over today. Uh, no, no, sorry, sorry, five over on the round. Bryson today is uh, one over on his round. Mm. Bryson's in trouble. Zach Johnson's in trouble. Xander Shoffley's in trouble. Mm. Sam Burns is in trouble. Webb Simpson is in, he's a little out of it. But, I mean, the cut line is going to be, as of right now, it's three, but it's getting closer to go to four. Mm-hmm. So, if it goes to four, I'd be really surprised if Tiger doesn't make the cut. Like, it would be stunning. He would need to throw to up four, the 80. Have to throw. Yeah, you said yesterday he was going to shoot yep. 80 today. And I st- I'm going to hold to hold to it. That's my prediction. He shoots oh, 80 man, today. I hope he don't shoot 80 today. But that that, that was, I mean, it, the problem is the worst round so far carded. Matthew Wolf shot 81. Sandy Lyle shot 82. But even Sandy's 70. like 100. Yeah. Matthew I mean, Wolf's not. Matthew Wolf's like 20, 24. Right. But, yeah. Matthew Wolf's a young kid, but. Sandy but, Lyle, yeah, he's he shot 82, man. It's not Tiger. Ain't so Tiger, but here's the problem. Tiger shoots 79. He shoots seven over. That's six over for the tournament. It's out. He's out. So he can shoot 70. He can't shoot 78 or 79 or 80. He could shoot 77 today and make the, and, and, and make the cut. It's not, it's not impossible because it, it could be five over could be the cut right. line. Right. So he may on the number get to five. Ooh. Hmm. Anybody you like to bet right now to win this thing? Nope. Me neither. <laughs> I have no, Me I neither. mean, I was looking this morning and I was like, man, it's all over the board. I don't mind Cam Smith at six and a half to one. I don't mind that. Right. But. Man, that's it's other than that. I mean, Dustin Johnson has been up and down. Cantley is, I like Cantley. I like Morikawa. He's 16 to one. Willett's yeah. 29 to one. Rom's 27 to one. Tiger's only, Tiger's only 33 to one. It's amazing. Circa had him, I think I saw that tweet from Benson, Jeffrey Benson at Circa last night. They had him at fourth, at 400 to one seven weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It's 33 to one now. It's 400 to one seven weeks ago. Wasn't going to play seven weeks ago. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's a crazy number. 400 to one. You could have gotten on that. All right. Here's a question bucks to win 8,000. If you're the Boston Celtics. Yes. And you're looking at the next couple of games here before you wrap the NBA season up. Last night, Boston didn't play Tatum. They played Jalen Brown. Our guy, Jillian Edlow, identified that Jalen Brown had a contract extension or a contract bonus for playing, getting games played. So he played a bit last night, but didn't play all that much. They lost the game to the Milwaukee Bucks. Boston is the three seed. They are half a game behind the Bucks, and they are half a game ahead of the Philadelphia 76ers. 
If you're Boston, who do you want to play? Say that again. You're a half game. Boston is currently 50 and 31. Okay. Milwaukee is 50 and 30. Philly is 49 and 31. Okay. Who do you want to play for Boston? Because four or five is Philly and Toronto, which looks like that may end up happening. Boston could play Chicago. Hey, man, he, sign me up for that. You think Boston wants to play Chicago? Everybody. I want to play Chicago. That was the theory from somebody last night. They said the reason why Boston's trying to play Chicago in the first round. They want to Listen, where they are right now is the three seed is where they want to be. They want to be I never. I know you could probably play, and I never seen Farrah dribble a basketball or shoot, but me, you, and him can go pick up two guys. I want to play Chicago. Seriously. Stop right it. now, Stop that's it. the team everybody wants to play. The they, are, they are leaking oil. Oh. They, ha- they have been. They've lost three games in a row. They play the Hornets tonight. Give me yeah. the Bulls 100%. That's the so, team I want to play in the first round. So the no three question. seed, so the three seed is is the Bulls is the value. No, no, that's what you want, Celtics. So the, that's the value because Chicago is locked into the six seed, right? Yeah. So it makes the three seed highly. Yeah, the two seed could end up playing Brooklyn, you know, or Atlanta, right? Those are harder series. So Boston's got Memphis coming up here on Sunday. Who they got today? I didn't even look. They're they're off. Last game. Well, they only have one more. They have one game left. Oh. Philly plays today, right, or tomorrow? Uh, They must play tomorrow. Hold on. Philly's got two games left. Philly plays Saturday. And they play home for the Pacers. Sunday. And they play home for the Pistons. So if Boston like one game left, I think Boston's got the tie break on Philly. Oh man! So I think they would wind up being the three seed. Mm. I definitely want to play. Who do you want to play if you're Chicago? Self? I mean, oh, not even a, there's not even a question it's not in even my close. mind. I don't play yeah. Chicago. I don't want the two seed. But like, I got to figure out: do, do you lose to get the two, or do you have to win to get the two? I mean, sorry to get the three rather, because if you win, do you get the two? If Milwaukee punts on their last, let's see, does Milwaukee have one game left or two games left? Milwaukee plays at Cleveland on Sunday. That they have won then because they played last night. And three, no, no, got, three nothing White Sox now, by the way. They're at Detroit today. Five ah. point favorites today at Detroit. So, all right. So if they win that game tonight. That puts them at 51 and 31. And then they win on Sunday. They clinched the two. So they got to win both games. They're one. Boston is one game. Yeah. Boston, if they were to lose both games and Boston wins, Boston could be the two. Mm. They'd have a better record. They'd be 50 and 32 and 51 and 31. Miami's one. Clinched. Yes, that's done. Yes, because, well, no, hold on, because Miami's got two games left. So they could lose both games. So Miami's got to win one more game. They've won five games in a row. If Miami wins, 
Miami plays tonight at home against Atlanta. Tonight's clinch. Tonight's a good, that may be a good game to bet. No, I, I think I heard that Miami's clinched the one seed. They have tiebreakers or something. They only have. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Tiebreak then. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they have a two-game lead with two games to play. So if they have the tiebreaker over, over Milwaukee, they've clinched. Boston can't catch them. Philly can't catch them. Right. So they've clinched. Oh, yeah. There's the Z. They have clinched. Okay. Yep. They, they clinched the conference one seed. Yeah. So, I mean, they're dogs tonight to Atlanta. Atlanta's minus one and a half at Miami. How do you not play that? Well, because, well, yeah, because Atlanta is currently tied, tied with Brooklyn as to who's going to have the home game. They got, I mean, that's, that's, that's got to be the easiest bet on the thing today. Bet Atlanta? Yeah. Is Miami resting everybody? Why wouldn't they? Yeah, that's a little, I mean, right, right. Yeah. I mean, wait till Free see who's game. I would in game I mean, it. I'm, I'm betting what, what could happen where the line would get worse than what you see right now? One and a half, nothing. Right. Atlanta's, I mean, this is the line with Atlanta playing everybody. Cause Brooklyn's at home against Cleveland tonight. So you've got Brooklyn yeah. who's and they're only eight and a half. Yep. Against Cleveland tonight. So you've got a, yeah, that's interesting because Brooklyn is a half a game or a full game behind Cleveland right now. So this is this is a battle for the seven seed. Right. This is to flip it. So they would become a home team and they play Charlotte. So Brooklyn's motivated here. Yeah. So Brooklyn's got two games left. They got to win them both. Need Cleveland to lose both games. Who does Cleveland? Cleveland's got who Cleveland left? Uh, plays Milwaukee on Sunday. Oh, ouch. But the but the word but but do they but care? With- what, right, with nothing to play for, most likely. Unless they want the two seed. Sunday is going to be an absolute, like this would be one of the days where I'd be in the book going, questioning my existence on this planet. <laughs> it's, it's really going to be hard, right? It's Sunday at the Masters, and I got to book this stupid NBA stuff. And I'm sitting there, and the director's probably off. The morning guys are like, see you later. They come in and put the lines up and they leave early. And I'd roll in and be sitting there going, what am I doing? Why am I here? All of these games start. All of them are all over the place. They try to do it like the NFL where they start three games at the same time and then five games at the same time. And then there's a couple of West Coast games. And I'm sitting there going, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. And you got guys betting and all this stuff. It's complete circus music. Um, the Sunday, the last day of the NBA season. And now you got stuff that might matter versus stuff that don't because more teams are available to play and to play it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just want to watch the golf. Did you watch any of the Joey Votto being mic'd up yesterday game? I I heard one clip and I'm mad that I didn't hear more. You should go and try to find it because it was absolute. Like he's the best. I've never heard anybody talk as casually during oh. a game. Like he was like, you know, it's really hard to hit. Hitting's really hard. You know, it's really hard to play feet, you know, to field the ball every day. It's really ever tried doing both with a earpiece in? <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> like he was just like ripping on them as he was doing it. Like he was he was having fun with it, but he was just like you know, this is really ridiculous. Like you have a guy in first, like, by the way, I'm mic'd up. So just be careful with what you say. He's like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? Like, hey everybody. Hey world. They're, like, they're talking in the yeah. middle of the game. 
who was he? He was talking to Albies. Yeah. I think Albies got on first yeah. and they started talking. That's what I saw. Yeah. 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 He, he had that. He was talking about retirement. You know, he's yeah. not really looking at retirement. He's just yeah. like, you know, look at Tom Brady. He's like, he's talking about Tom Brady and LeBron James during the game. <laughs> he's like, look at what Brady's doing. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I, I'm having a lot of fun. No, I don't need to go anywhere. And it's like, I started late. I came up when I was 24. And like, you know, he just had like a full conversation while the game's going on. Like, this is not a, a, a spring training game. This is a major league baseball right. game. And Vado is doing this. And like, tremendous. Like, He's like, you know, I have no interest in being a DH. He's like, nah. He's like, they, he's like, I, I, I don't want to do that. He's like, I have no interest. Like, they came to me and said, you want DH? I was like, no, I don't want DH at all. It's hard. <laughs> I know it's hard, but it's just funny that this is a, this is not like a sit down interview. This is a game with balls flying hundreds, yeah. hundred miles an hour ball going around. Like, you got to be on your p's and q's. And this dude is just like, yeah, I just <laughs> totally. He's cash. doing that anyway. That's the best part about it, right? right. Like he's he's talking like that. That's the, that's the same thing that, uh-oh, now am I frozen? No, okay. Whew. All right. I, I froze for one second. <laughs> now you're afraid of the chat getting a lot. Well, I just wanted to make sure I'm staring. Like, I've got to make sure if I freeze, I'm going to freeze at the oh, right moment. That's really funny. Um, but, like, guys like that, I used to play with guys like that. I was that guy a lot of times, just talking nonstop. My wife used to come to my games and say, would you shut up while you're playing? I'm like, no, that's part of the fun right. for me. Is is the talking, the nonstop chatter, bullshit is the best. So when I see that, I think it adds to the broadcast. Do you? On opening day with the right person, I think it has you to get, be the right person. You get me to a September game that matters. Get the hell out of here. I don't want anybody being bothered by a broadcast during a game that matters. It's opening day. Chill to relaxing type of thing, but if like it was a Reds Cardinals game in September with the Reds trying to make a playoff per- push, uh, uh-uh. uh, not interested. I think it's cool. Do it either. Yeah, I, I think it's cool, but I think I, I really would rather not have a distraction of somebody. I mean, like there's like feedback in your ear, and there's a producer talking, and like no, uh-uh. I loved. I still do. I love the mic'd up stuff though, like. That you see but, on NFL but that's different though because that's not live. Like you're just wearing a mic. I'm totally fine because it's all in post production. Yeah, it's not live. Right. Okay, yeah. So I, I I'm all I'm all in on mic up every NFL player. Put a mic on their shoulder pads. Like go ahead and, and, and put a mic in a glove. Like I'm all in on that. Put a put a right. heck put, put a put a camera on a guy's hat. I don't care. Mm. Like that stuff I'm in on because it's all done in the post production right, right, right. Okay. side versus like in game live <laughs> here's the ball here's the pitch hey joey how'd that feel like like hold on like that's going <laughs> like he's trying to play the game here like he's trying to figure these things out like he couldn't wait to get the thing off of it but he did it he was a good sport and he was funny yeah. and good people good characters personalities who are ambassadors for the game yes more of that that's that helps grow the sport right takes you inside what's right. actually going on Makes the game much more. I mean, it was riveting TV. I was, I was, I, I watched the entire thing until the inning yeah. was over. I was glued to it. <laughs> I thought it was really, it was really pretty cool. I was on Sports Grid, so I couldn't listen right. to it. But I, I did one commercial, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" And then yeah. I, said, I said I was going to go back and watch more, and I didn't. Yeah, it's all just Google. It's it's, it's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, here's a quick question on the on the on the West. We talked about the East. Would you rather be the three or the four seed? Golden State and Dallas are separated by a single game. It's really the only, other than Jazz and the Nuggets, right. which are separated by a half a game between the two. Which is the opponent for what you said, right? The three and the four. The opponents is the five and the six. 
Yeah. So one plays six, two plays five. Yeah. So if you're Denver, do you want to play? Sorry, sorry, sorry. One plays eight. Sorry, one plays eight. Two plays seven. Three plays six, and four plays five. So, do you want? Would you rather play Golden State or Dallas if you're Utah or the Denver Nuggets? Everything else is decided. Wow. Timberwolves. Is everybody healthy for Golden State? I don't know if I want to play Dallas right now. They're one seven out of ten. They have won two games in a row. They are 27 and 12 at home and they're 13 and two against their division. Who's that? Dallas. Damn. Utah's 14 and one against their division. That's why they're leading over the Nuggets. Wow. 14 and one's pretty damn good, man. <laughs> 14 and one against your division. You're, you're mm. killing you. You're destroying your division. Now, the division's not very good. It's Oklahoma City, Portland, Minnesota, Denver, but still 14 and one's 14 and one. Denver six and ten against the division. That's a scary stat. Oklahoma City, Portland, Denver, Minnesota, Minnesota, and Utah is yeah. that division? The Northwest. Mm-hmm. They're North- six and ten against that division. Denver, yeah, right. That's scary. Portland's one and fourteen. Oklahoma City is six and ten. Denver six and ten. Minnesota's 12 and four and Utah's 14 and one. Damn. They whip those teams. Right. Wow. Um, Who would I rather play? That's the best division. By the way, that's the best record in basketball against their own division is 14 and one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Would you rather play Denver or Utah? Personally, I'd rather play uh, Utah. But I think I'd rather play Denver. Maybe it's just Jokic is really a problem. Yeah. So he can score all them points and they still don't win. Right. Utah may end up being a tough out and a hard place to play there. How about Utah's go in and win a game? Utah's 29 and 11 at home and 19 and 21 on the road. Yeah. That's not good for the playoffs. No. <laughs> Not when you don't have home court, but they right. had home court last year, right? They were the ones. Yeah, and right. Didn't win. Right. So I don't know. That's a tough one. Hmm. I mean, what is Dallas today? They're playing. Dallas is playing Portland today. The number's 19 and a half. <laughs> 19 and a half. What is that? Is that the biggest spread of the year? It's the biggest spread I've seen. That might be the biggest spread of the year. Home favorite by 20. Get win by 20. You can lay total, take it. And the total is only 219 and a half. Right. That's a we that's a wonky game. I'd bet the under. Wouldn't take that's, a side. That's probably but, the best bet. Sidewise, would you would you lay it or take it? If I would it. probably take it, but but given Dallas's record at home to the under, I'm I'm gonna have to make that bet. I've bet so many, so many unders on yeah. Dallas games this year. Let's see that their record now at home. Um, where's the Dallas? I'm game? laying it. I ain't no chance. I I gotta get 25 to be interested in Portland. They're terrible. Uh at home, Dallas is 28, 10, and one to the under. 28, 10, and one to the under. Damn, son. That's yeah, I bet I bet them at home like Bulls. And Dallas are the games I have bet the most unders on this year in the NBA. So yeah, I bet under under two twenty. 
on that game. I'll do that after the show's over, but I'll be on that. Wow. Portland's going to score what? 80? I was going to say 85. <laughs> yeah. So like they let's see what their team total is. As long as Dallas is, as long as we, as long as we, we don't see Dallas do what they did the last time I bet the under on them, we scored 140 points. Yeah. As long as that doesn't happen again, I should be okay. <laughs> see these, it's so much harder. Maddie said it when we talked to him and I agree with him hundred percent. It is so hard to make a line for this game, let alone come up with the prop numbers. You know, and it just imports them and stuff, and you look at them. But Team total 19, is 119 and a half. 119 and a half. For Dallas. <laughs> All right. And what is the other one? 99 and a half. 99. And you think they're going to score 100 points? I do not. No chance. So maybe under, maybe Portland team total under 99 and a half is a better bet. Just get away from the Mavericks. So 120 to 100. That's 220. That's where they came up with the total. Yep. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you like Portland under? I like the game under. Yeah. yeah. I like Portland under. I don't think they score 100 points. Not, I mean, yeah. Just the way Dallas has been playing defense. I said, there's no way. At home, too. Dallas is, you know, yeah. defensively how they've, how they've played. So they've gone, let's see. Um, at home, they gave up 110 to the Lakers, 100 to the Jazz, 91 to the Rockets. 108 to the T Wolves, uh, 77 to the Knicks. Oh no, sorry, 107. They lost that game. 107, oh. 77. Wow. Um, 103 to the Jazz, 113 to the Kings, 113 to the Warriors. These games are all going under, by the way. Um, 97 to the Clippers. Like, yeah. I mean, that's we're not seeing points being scored here tonight from OKC. <laughs> Like or sorry, from Portland rather. Portland's been dead for a long time. <laughs> They've been out of it. Uh okay. So one quick question on a hockey game tonight. Yep. Talk me through this. Yep. The Tampa Bay Lightning have lost three games in a row. Yes, they have. Outright. First time all season, I think, right? Yep. Why are they minus one sixty against the Bruins tonight? Uh, don't make it personal. I told Pat that yesterday. It's not personal. It's not personal. It's expensive. It's already down to 145, 150. Okay. That's better. All right. That's better. I thought yeah. the price was a little out of whack there. I was like, wait a minute. It was. You spotted it. Why are we why are we talking about a team that's lost three games in a row <laughs> up against a decent Bruins team? They both have 93 points. How are they minus 160? Like, what's the justification for this? Like, Did I couldn't Bruins figure out the beat number. Him up in up in Tampa too. Or up in Boston. Three two. Boston won three two in Boston. Yeah. Right. We had that under. Yeah. We talked about that. So I was like, explain this to me, please. Like, why are we, why is it minus 160? Is that hedging because they knew the money was going to come in Tampa? So let's make it to a price where it hurts to, if you're going to bet it, it's going to hurt? No, maybe somebody put it up so their buddies could bet it and bet Boston at a number that shouldn't be that number. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. It happened. Let's put this up and. Make sure we get all the Boston bets we can get and move it down. I don't know. That's wrong. I mean, the number's wrong. Obviously, the market's telling them it's wrong. So. It's up at FanDuel. It's 164 at FanDuel. Is it's it really? It's rising. Right it's rising. <laughs> Just don't. 
I don't understand. Plus 136 money line Bruins. Like it's just a value play. I'm not saying, you know, hammer it or anything, but like that game, that game should not be Boston should not be that big of a dog. Plus 140. She, you could have done a kind of a fun Celtics. Uh, I guess not Celtics not playing, unfortunately, but you can do a little Bruins Red Sox plus money parlay. Oh, this you is could, when it starts April. You, Something that in September and October, you get the city parlays. <laughs> Come up, do a little Boston the Celtics, the Bruins, yeah. and uh, no, why not, man? You do you plus know, money on both, you got plus 150, plus 140. I don't know, a nice little return there if you had jumped yeah. on both of those in the spring. It's Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox, and the fall, it's Celtics, Bruins, Patriots, <laughs> over to over to over to take it with the over to uh, all right, couple quick things. Are you at all interested in the UFC card tomorrow night? Am I? Yes. I didn't even know there was a UFC card. Oh, wow. Okay. Tomorrow night. UFC 273 is tomorrow night. a good card? It's a great card. Breaking news. LeBron James will not play in the final two games of the regular season. Told you. Good choice. Couldn't do it. He had to. That's his agent saying, "Uh uh-uh. LeBron, uh uh-uh. Like, shut it down. He needs two more games played to be qualified for scoring title. So he's out. So Embiid's going to win the scoring title. You have a ticket on LeBron. That hurts. <laughs> Ouch. That hurts. <laughs> he gone. Man, that hurts. If you bet that market, I that's a that's a bad beat. That's too bad. So you've got this is a fight for you to watch. Okay. Okay. So Kazmin Chemaev is fighting against Gilbert Burns. This dude is, there's two guys in the UFC, kind of a baby Habib. Chemayev is a baby Habib. I'm stunned at this price that him by submission is plus 340. It's because Burns has never been submitted, okay? It's a hard guy to submit, hard guy to get down. Burns is a good wrestler. But plus 340 is an interesting opportunity here. He's minus $5 to win it. But he's, by how does he win it? Is the question knockout submission most logical is knockout, but watch that submission at plus three forty. That is an interesting number. I was for kind who, of stunned. No, for for Tamayev for Kazman. Okay, I was surprised at that. That it's not. I mean, this dude's ten and zero. This guy is a submission. He's a takedown specialist. Submission. I mean, he averages. Nearly five takedowns per three minute fight, or sorry, three round fight. 66% takedown accuracy. It's tough to take down Burns 50% of the time, and he can stuff it. But I mean, this guy averages 5.8 takedowns per three rounds. And he's got this <laughs> tenacious, crazy ability. He uses the smash. I'm going to smash Gilbert Burns <laughs> just like. Habib, watch that fight. That fight's going to be really, really interesting. Little parlay action if you want Under? to bet this. Um, it's one and a half. He's going to yeah, be, get him out of there? It's too fast. It's only a three-round fight, but it's possible. I mean, Tamayev could destroy him fast. It's 490. minus 550. The three main events are yeah. gigantic numbers. So but in parlay them all together. Just parlay all the favorites? Take them all, yep. Minus yeah, 150. It's, it's worth the risk. Take them all. Take them all. Take all the favorites in this. This is the parlay. Take them all. <laughs> Chemayev, uh-huh. Peter Jan, and Volk. All three. 
It'll be minus five twenty. I'm looking at the circuit prices because Nikki's there. Right, but you better price five twenty. Yeah, minus four fifty five. Yep, in minus six sixty. Yep, that's actually he's market low. He, Fanduel, he's low on all three. Yep, low on all three. Fanduel seven seventy. Jan is four sixty, and Chimaev is four ninety. The only worry, the only one I think you may have a question is Aljamie Sterling beating beating Peter Jan. But Peter Jan had such a big lead before he kneed him in the head illegally and got disqualified that that fight, I mean, I had Peter Jan in that fight and I couldn't believe I lost it because he was grounded and he threw a knee and he never should have done it. He asked, I mean, he had, Sterling was beat to shit. He was all over the place. The fight was over. Could have won the fight. He looked at his corner. His corner supposedly said something in Russian to the equivalent of, go ahead, and then he need him. And he hit him, bam, he was grounded, disqualified. Peter Jan's going to, I think he's going to ruin him, but oh, Sterling man. looks insane on the scale. He took it, I mean, he looks absolutely something like, like someone chiseled his body. Like that dude is absolutely shredded going into this fight. I just don't think he can take, unless he gets to the ground and he can submit Jan, but Jan's a monster favorite for a very good reason. And it's only if you parlay all three together is minus one fifty. You're saying take the fa- all the favorites. Yep, got gotcha. Vol- I mean, he Alexander. I, I unless Alexander Volkanovsky has such a big hangover from the Ortega fight. I was I was literally I was I haven't watched many fights ringside or octagon side. I was octagon side for that fight for Ortez uh, or, or Ortega versus Volkanovsky, and that was one of the best fights I've ever witnessed in my life. Like it was insane. The number, the fact that I bet Ortega, he had a submission. He had a choke on Volk. I thought he was going to go ahead and get tapped out. He somehow survived it, came back and won the fight. I, I cannot see Volganovsky losing to the Korean zombie. I just can't. I'm, I'm stunned this fight actually is, is a main event. I'm stunned that Korean zombie has gotten here. I mean, he lost to Brian Ortega. He comes back and beats Dan Ige, which is a nice win, but not a win that would you know put you into a category to fight Volganovsky. There's just no one else for Volganovsky to fight, and they got to keep him active. So they're giving him, you know, he has to defend the belt. Volganovsky wants to fight a lot. He likes to fight. I don't think that fight lasts very long. I think Volganovsky is going to kill him. Hmm. I mean, Ortega, Holloway twice, Aldo. I mean, he just, he's gone through such a higher level of competition on that. But I can't, I mean, you're not going to justify Link by bending a 770 favorite. So I think the books are going to be buried with this parlay. They need one of these dogs to upset. Burns may be the most, Burns could be the most likely to do it, but I don't think he's going to because Chimaev is, he's a superstar in the making. For the UFC. Mm, let me see. I'm doing a parlay calculator right now. If you go uh for every ten dollars, you win another six dollars and seventy-five cents. Right. If you parlay those three together. What's so, the odds on what's the odds on that? That's so that's right. That sounds right. Two at circa, that's gonna be probably a little more expensive. It sounds like it's one minus one eighty at circa. That's minus 148. Okay, so it's cheaper. Okay. Yeah, 153. You got right there. Similar. But that's, I mean, that's, if you want to bet you have the market prices at Circa right now, which are all three the lowest on that fight anywhere. 
So that's good. I mean, they're trying to get some money in, obviously. People are betting the dog. That oh, I mean, it would make sense though, right? Because everyone's going to come in in Vegas. They're all betting the dog. No one's going to want to lay the prices. No, Public no, so no, they're all betting no, dogs. No. They, they come in now with these parlays with this UFC. They oh, that's reason number one point three million. Why I'm glad I'm not in the book. You get three favorites like this. Like that's the first thing I just looked at. All right, the time and the order of the fights. Okay, those are the three main events. Oh yep. my gosh, one's a big favorite. One's a bigger favorite, and the last one's the biggest favorite. Yep. This rules. You grade it, you grade the third, the second to last fight, and you're like, okay, we're having a good night. Then you gave the grade the second to last fight, and you're like, oh, that took a little chunk out because they, you know, it was parlays or whatever. Yeah. Then you grade the last fight, you're like, what the hell happened here? How how did that happen? All three favorites win. Yes, the books will ideally need one of the three to just draw, win anything. Um but the parlays, this just adds up. They're going to throw this guy minus $7 on, on every baseball parlay. Yep. It's just throw him on. Bottom. But, oh, what's that main event? I'll just throw him in there. I used to say, can you say his name? No, I can't. <laughs> Wolkanowski. Okay. Yep. Now you can put him in your parlay. <laughs> you can't say his name. You can't put him in your parlay. Say the, let's say Jan's first name is the question. Jan... There's a Sung big, Jung? No. Oh, well, that's a Korean zombie. Good good luck with that. But Petri Yan, I call him Peter Yan, but it's Peter, Peter La Yan. Oh, the, really? The Russian pronunciation of it. Yeah, listen to Annex say it. He'll, he'll say his name right, but it's not Peter. I just call him Peter Yan. It's easier. <laughs> so will this be an entertaining card to watch? Just because of the superstars that are on it. Okay. The fights aren't going to be, I, I don't think the fights are going to be entertaining, but like, if you, if you like watching like Valentina Chevchenko, like if you like her because she beats the living shit out of everyone she play, everyone she fights. I mean, this, I think this is going to be three fights. It could, it should be three finishes, how it finishes. I'm not really sure, but uh, I'd be very surprised if any favorite loses this, this might be just like, you know, turtle here for the books and pray you get a crazy upset and hope that the other bets, hopefully the other, other fighters in the card. I mean, I think people who like betting dogs, like if you were to flip around on this and you were going to go ahead and bet um, the dog parlay on this for the hell of it, it will never happen. But like, if you wanted to go dog parlay, this could be funny. Uh, Opposite the three favorites. Yeah. So that's going to pay gigantic. But see, if I was in a book right now and I talked to you, like, and we used to talk a lot on Fridays. Yep. Before a UFC event. I'd it's get 14,000. It's plus 14,000. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, of course. Go. Yeah. You're going to do it? It's like absolutely not. No, absolutely no. no. But I would definitely, I mean, I would, I would say this if you were, if I think from a book's perspective, like, I don't think you like, these are the fights. These are the names. And this is why betting combat sports, why I enjoy it sometimes because yes, funky things do happen in combat sports, but there's going that there are issues at play here because of the size of the favorite and just more times than not the favorite wins in fights like this. Oh yeah. And so it's money line, money line, money line. I, and so it's uh Oh, for the books, <laughs> we're doing the show and I'm still in the risk room. We talk on Friday. I get off the phone with you and I turn to Tony and say, I got the UFC. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm jacking the favorites up. Let the do- <laughs> let them bet the dogs on two of these fights. What do you mean? 
Matt says they got no chance. <laughs> Seriously, that's what I would do. I, I would think no, I'm, do I'm they have no chance. In fighting, there's always a chance because you're like, always a chance, chance, but I can hear but, it in your voice. Yeah, they got no I chance. mean, it's. Well, I mean, I put it this way. It's a, it's a headline. If one of these three fighters lose, it's a monster headline of like, holy shit, they lost. Exactly. That's all I need to hear. Huge. Yeah. So I'll go give somebody a price that they can't resist because they're staring at the screen Yeah. and I'm the only one with plus 550. Yeah. And their bot doesn't recognize it, whatever. And they come and they bet it for a dime. And I'm like, perfect. I got, now I go to 525, which is still higher than everybody. I take another dime, you know, so now I'm exposed. I win two dimes or lose 10. That's fine. I ain't losing 10. I ain't worried right. about it because right. the parlay money's going to cancel that out. So yeah. now that's called managing risk. It's, it's, you know, it's what you have to do. You can sit there and stare at the numbers on the board and hope somebody comes in and bets it, or you can go get the dog money. That's what sometimes you got to go get the dog money. Sometimes you got to go get the favorite money. Mm. But scary how you probably help the last year or two when we were in the risk room when I would do that. I appreciate Most of the time you were right, so it helped. All right, there you go. 3-3, three, three, Yankees tie the game. Yippee. Oh, boy. 3 nothing White Sox still, though. So let's see if the Red Sox of all these getting, getting hit pretty hard, but Cole got hit hard, too, so we'll see on that one. Uh, all right, so our props.com story of the day is this one, is about the UFC card and where we are. Kalekas spoke to our Patrick Everson kind of about this. Jacksonville, Florida, two title fights. Petrion and the Korean zombie. According to Patrick's article, two weeks ago, Volganovsky was minus 485 at Circa, Ooh. but tonight it's even more lopsided. So he said, uh, Kalekas told Patrick there was action immediately on the favorite at the price of minus 485. You're going to get parlay action as well, like we've talked about. The Volganovsky parlay is going to flow. We're at minus 660 plus 500 for the Korean zombie. We did start seeing some recreational play on the Korean zombie duh, because of the price. We're not going to get too many more straight bets on Volganovsky. It's going to be all on the dog, but I expect parlays to continue on Volganovsky. Still, I think we're going to be rooting for the favorite. If he loses, it won't be crazy because that busts up the parlays. We're in a pretty good spot. Perfect. So Nick Nick likes where Circa is at the moment on this card. Better say that. Well, it makes sense Probably. though, but it, it, it makes sense like what you're talking about because you're going to manage the risk versus, okay, so if Vogel loses, if Volkanovski loses, then all the parlays are dead. Correct. So they're fine taking everything they're taking on the dog. Let, let all the public come in. I mean, every public bet's going to be on the plus money because the plus money is going to be enormous on all these fights. They do that in boxing. They don't do that so much in the UFC. Well, they it's like a, a well, guy. It's a smarter. Like, if they like a favorite and he's right? a big fit, they don't care what the price. They just bet him. Yeah. There's a smarter. I mean, it's how do you bet? How do you lay $7? How do you do that? In a parlay? Yeah. Right. That's it. It's not Very a rare bet. you got a guy coming in like we would be taking 10 dimes. It happens sometimes where somebody comes in with 70,000 win 10. You know, you lay in seven. Oh, one. I don't, I mean, I've had, yeah, I, I'd make that bet tonight. I'd make that bet tomorrow night. If I'm you had the 70, you'd lay, yeah. lay it to win 10. Yeah. Okay. It's safe. It's I safe. I can't see Volganovsky losing this fight. I'm sorry. I can't. See, I watched this dude. Said that. And then you said there's always a chance. There's there no is chance. always a, the, it, it's, it's fighting. The, the Korean zombie's got one thing, He's got a right hand. Okay. That right hand. Catches Volganovsky, but I watched him get hit 
by like a baseball bat from Brian Ortega. I watched him nearly get choked out by Brian, Brian Ortega. Should have lost. Loudest I've ever heard T-Mobile Arena. And I asked some people and they said it wasn't as loud as they've heard it before. But it was, I couldn't hear myself think. It was so freaking loud when Ortega had the choke on Volganovsky. It was every person in the building was on their feet screaming. <laughs> and he got out of it. And he won the damn fight. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit, he got out of it. This guy's going to win this fight. And Ortega just got beat up. And Brian Ortega showed so much heart. I had the, I had the fight going the distance. So that was, that was good. I won um, that bet. But he lasted all five rounds. It was just a war. <laughs> and Volganasi won. But damn, what a fight that was. That was so, so fun to watch over five rounds. Volganovsky... Uh, significant strikes were 214 to 88 in that fight. 214 to 88? Wow. For significant strikes landed. Like Ortega took a battering and he kept Man. coming forward. He kept on coming forward, kept on coming forward. And then he almost got him oh. twice, almost submitted him twice. It was insanity to watch Brian Ortega in that fight. Like he, I don't know if Brian Ooh. Ortega will ever be the same, to be quite honest, with the amount of punishment he took. Those that happens, right? Like you've seen that happen in, in years past too with boxers. You never take come a back. beating and they just never the same. You can't. I mean, your brain gets battered. I mean, he had he had three submission he had two takedowns and three submission attempts that were really close in that fight, but 214 oh. strikes landed, significant strikes landed in that fight to 88. I think it's a very similar number here against the Korean zombie. I mean, this guy, Volkanovsky is a former professional rugby player. He's built like a fire hydrant and he just doesn't care. He just has these like, I always love watching the the standoffs. Like if the champion is laughing and smiling and like a, in like a really good mood, they know yeah. like they, they just know like in yep. the UFC, they know like, yeah, this is a, this is a money fight and you know, let's get up there and have some fun. And then like, we'll go in there and I'll, I'll probably carry you for a round or two. And then I'll, you know, I'll take care of business and get out of here. That's what's going to happen. I mean, it's just, you know, in the Ortega fight, Volkanovski was totally different. He was focused. He was like, oh, shit, this guy's good. I got to be careful. This guy can, <laughs> this guy could hurt me. Yeah. And he almost did. He almost lost. So they were, they were laughing with each other at the face off yesterday. In fact, they weren't going to do a face off because of COVID stuff. And he was like, no, 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 no. It's like, I, it's like, you cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, let's do this. I, I want to, I want to face off. Let's go. And Korean zombie was like, yeah, whatever. So then they, they did it. And, and Anik had to do it. Normally it's, it's either Rogan or Dana White who do the, do the face-offs after the press conferences and they weren't going to do it. So they weren't on there and Anik had to do it. And Anik's face is like, Oh, oh. shit. And he'll be on the show, by the way, on Wednesday. So we, oh. we have Anik coming on the show Wednesday. Nice. To recap, to recap everything. So okay, more Boston people for you, Dave, on that. Great. <laughs> more, more Boston guys. Is he a Boston fan of stuff too? Or is he just a Boston You don't know guy? this? You don't know this? It's a John Anik school of gambling. I talk about it all the time. The emotional bet against your team. He does that shit too. Well, no, that's, he's the one that publicized it the most. He's the one that's oh. talked about it the most for the longest time. He, he was the one I've heard the most in the media say he bets against the Patriots every game. 17 weeks betting against the Patriots. <laughs> he's totally feel comfortable to lose all 17 bets. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to John on Wednesday about this <laughs> bullshit. 
<laughs> emotionally, <laughs> emotionally hedging. So he used to come in whenever I, when I was at, at, at CG, when, when we were at the book at the palms, he was yeah. in like all the time he'd run in, he'd, put, he'd make his bets for football. And Does he live he, here? No, he oh, did for a bit. Come, oh, okay. He lives in Florida now. Okay. But he, um, but come in, he, he, we see him obviously for the UFC he's here all the time. So, right. But yeah, I mean, him and I are both similar ages. He was working for uh, for for a station. In, it's incredible the people that we know and the, the circles we ran in with very similar people. And he, you know, has become him and Megan O'Levy are the two people that I know the closest to for, for the UFC. Okay, and they both are just incredible people. And Megan comes and speaks to my class every year at UNLV, and couldn't be nicer and gives her time. And my students have sent her, you know reels and they've been they've got internships at the ufc through megan nice just awesome awesome people i can't speak high i cannot praise the ufc more for what they do for what they've done here in vegas and what they do currently with their talent and the people they reach out to some of their former ex-fighters are a little bit more squirrely rogan's obviously squirrely but everybody else is just awesome Yep. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Prop of the day is not a player prop because the player prop market is a mess as you would expect. So the How did we do yesterday with that one, another L three in a row, Alex. Yep. So we went, we went ice 11 and three back to ice. Yeah. So we're hovering one game over 500. I think where is where we are right now. I think we're 11 and 10 on our prop bets so far. Neither How one of you- us liked it yesterday, by the way. Nope. No, I didn't like it yesterday. Yeah. Jazz in the first quarter, laying a half a point today. Okay. Jazz have been pretty good. I actually do like this one. Okay. Because the Jazz need it. And they got to get out to a quick start. And we've seen teams, the Suns are 0-9 in the first half in their last nine games. Oh, sorry. This is the first half line. Sorry, I, I misspoke. I thought it was first quarter. It's first half. Sorry. Okay. Jazz first half line. Suns are 0 and 9 ATS in the first half over their last nine games. They're 0 and 8 ATS in the first half on the road over the last eight games. The Jazz are 5 and 1 ATS at home. Sorry, in the first half over the last six games overall, 4 and 1 over the last five games at home, and 5 and 2 ATS in the first half after a win in their last seven games. Man, oh man, so this game stuff. means more. It's the first half, not first quarter. Sorry. Half a point. Utah Jazz minus 110. Jazz need this game against Phoenix. Phoenix doesn't care. They're not playing anybody. I guess I would say I like this one. Numbers now two and a half. Did the first half number move two? Utah's up at two and a half now. Let's see. Is the first is the first half line now going to be? Wow, the Lakers is crashing. Minus five. Wow. Down to minus five. And the Bucks just went to minus four. Because mm-hmm. no one's Amazingly, playing. All together at the same time, every book in the world. Right. It's like, uh, how does that happen? That First half spread, still a, it's still a half a point. It's still minus half. one or one and a half at most places. Now. FanDuel is half a point. Yeah, they're not. Jazz minus, minus 118, though. It's juiced up a little bit, but. Not even to, paying attention there. For the Jazz to be leading, how do you feel about the Jazz in the first half? Yeah, I would lean this way. Phoenix has been down in the first half, would you say, nine times in a row? Yeah. Yeah. It's just they don't care. the best fourth quarter team, though. Yeah. What they <laughs> don't care about the first half. Even with the backups, they did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I can see this. I like I it. Yeah. I like this. All right. Time for better to book it. Just got a couple here to jump in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the, uh, my, my other podcast is Friday parlay. And I want okay. you to tell me what you think of it. All right. Mets. Blue Jays. Rays. Run line parlay. All run lines? Plus 750. I already don't like it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Mets. Oh, no. We got road team. Okay. Uh-huh. With Scherzer. Uh-huh. Okay. I can I can, I can, kind of see that. Who else? Mets. Rays. Blue Jays and the Rays. Rays, Jays, and A's. That was a, that was a Catholic fun parlay. Par- yep. parlay. Fonzie parlay. Hey. <laughs> uh, Rays, J's, and A's. Um, so you got Rays. Rays are where? Minus. Uh, it's Baltimore. Can't argue against that. What's the other one? A's. No, yeah. the Rays. And Rays. the Rays against Baltimore and the Blue Jays, Blue Jays up Jays, against Texas. Jays. Oh, man. That ain't bad. Would you say that pays over seven to one? Now it's eight and it's. I got it this morning at eight, eight and a half, but you can. I got it was last night was seven fifty. It's higher now. It's eight to one return on this. This can actually hit. I know. <laughs> I like this. I, like, I normally don't. This like can I, actually I, hit. I give normally the part. You I shoot a hole in the in one of the, the run lines, but the Mets on the road is the only way I would consider them on the run line. And it's Scherzer, who's jacked to pitch. What do you think? Um, and against Texas, and against Baltimore, I'm opening bet. day. I mean, it was it's the same bet I made yesterday with the Cardinals on the run line against the Pirates. It's the same theory. Yeah, just crap teams against good teams. Yeah, out of the gate, swinging this defenses. Hit. This could hit. I was I was going to shoot a hole down. I was going to shoot down one of them. I can't. I don't know which one to do. <laughs> I mean, it would probably. B just off the top of my head because it's against Baltimore. It's against John Means, who's been and okay. It's a lefty. Yeah, I would hesitate with that one. Yeah, you know, I might make that one the money but, line. But Vlad could hit three home runs and <laughs> put, oh, that game, sure. put, put that game out of reach. No question. And Barrios could be unbelievable. I mean, if he wants to be the ace, you're right. This could is happen. when Barrios. Let's go. So, I mean, I got arrested bullpen. I've got arrested lineup. I, it's the first game. It's the same theory, same bet I made yesterday. I just made it three more times. Nationals suck. Orioles suck. Rangers suck. Against three teams that all have playoff aspirations on opening day, first time playing in front of your fans, first time for real with your ace on the mound. You need to win this game. There was a book or a guy, was it your boy David Goggins that said embrace the suck? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Embrace the suck parlay. (laughs) <laughs> right here. <laughs> you just did it. Yep. I love it. Now I like it. We well, just yeah. named it. You might have to do a Friday segment during baseball season and call it the embrace the oh, suck parlay. parlay. I like that. I do a parlay every Friday. So I mean, I've been doing it for, for a while now. And, and I've been actually, I went away for a little while and I brought it back. And since I've brought it back, it's hit three times out of six. And last week was two out of three. So we've been, we've been insanely profitable. It's plus 600 or better. That's fantastic. Yeah. So we've been, we've been hitting on these and it's, you know, it's just, here's one now. I mean, I don't bet a lot of money on it, but it's right. you know, not the bad hell? to bet beer money on it. And parlays are fun. 
Yeah, just for throw it together and that all see, the uh, see, see what can, happens. If you like doing parlays, do parlays. I mean, I just I do one a week. That's all, and I don't always bet it. I just give out one a week, and this right. is the one today that I'm giving out. But I I tell the I tell the audience I don't always bet these, but I'll tell you when I do. And this one I'm betting. Like I I think this one is decent on opening day. Listen, you give people the winners, and they didn't give them you didn't give them enough. You give them the losers, they want to come at you. Yesterday <laughs> I went on hammer down with those guys. People were texting me, DMing me today. They hit seven game parlays. You give out seven winners on that show? Between them and me, they pick and choose whatever ones they want. We gave them up. We hit almost every single game. I watched the replay this morning. I can't believe And it was just like, why are my DMs? I was like looking at my phone. I'm like, wow, thanks. Thanks, Kinsig. Thanks for coming on, boys. Don. I'm like, what was the seven game payout? Guy did a four dollar parlay. He picked up four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> That's beautiful. I mean, it was That's great. Because I said, I said Montreal and New Jersey yesterday. We're okay. playing hockey, right? I said it's six and a half. It should be at least seven. It's probably going to be ten goals scored in a game. So somebody did alternate total over seven and a half plus one sixty. Whoa! You know? So they yep. moved it up, and Even they did. Better. You know, and the final score was seven to four. Damn. So. Like, you know, every once in a while you hit one or two of those, but they now with these same game parlays or what even just regular parlays, you can do alternate totals. You can do alternate things. Like if you think one of those three are going to win by two and a half, mm-hmm. you double the payout of that parlay. By the way, if you're uh, sweating the Red Sox Yankees first five money line <laughs> on either side, Red Sox haven't scored, but Yankees just got the lead runner on. Here in the fifth. Uh, in the fifth inning, so monster sweat. If you have the first five over for the White Sox and the Tigers, two on, no out, three nothing. Total was four and a half, I think, in the first five. So you need two runs to come home here for the White Sox. If you've stayed with us this long today to listen to this, I will give you something <laughs> that hopefully you can use all baseball season. What? The inning that the runs are scored in a baseball game the most are the fifth and the sixth. Mm -hmm. You bet the yes to score a run in the fifth. If it doesn't win, you bet the yes in the sixth. If you want a fun sweat, sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to lay juice, you know, significant juice because Mm -hmm. of who's up in the Mm -hmm. order. When it's three, four, five versus seven, eight, nine, price is different. But 100%, it's five and then six. Anybody that's bet first five, you know that sweat. If you bet the over, yeah. no no runs get scored in the fifth. They score six in the sixth, and you're like, you son of a mother, like, could do that. Could do that in the fifth inning for me, or the other way around, where you bet the under first five, and they score five runs in the fifth inning, and then nothing in the sixth inning, and you're like, why couldn't you do that in the sixth inning? You score none runs, zero runs. Why you just score zero runs? So yes, anybody who sweat through the first five, you know the five, the fifth, and the sixth inning are the are the two yes. most stressful. Roller coaster ride innings of Major League Baseball. Why that is, I really don't know. To be third quite time honest. through the order, right? But then the pitcher gets tired. Yep. You know that's why the Rays and the Rays come back and say that's why we do openers. Correct. So so we don't get to the fifth inning. We don't have to worry about that crap with the fifth Correct. inning. Uh, one more better to book it here yep. you, is the Giants minus one forty Logan Webb day against the Marlins money line. Oh, betting or booking against it. Alcantara? Yep. Oh, I'm booking this. I Marlins this guy. stunk on the road last year. 
Yeah, I know. I know. Dunk and Logan Webb was. I made so much money betting on Logan Webb last year. There was no believers in Logan Webb last year. I think I, I think couldn't get adjusted. Eleven and three. I think I probably bet ten of those eleven wins for Logan Webb. Oh no, I like Dave. I, oh, I like freeze? under in a game. Yeah, well, it's Giants. Yeah, I mean Giants games are unders. <laughs> yeah, in particular with with Bryant now gone and Giants are going to be unders. Marlins are going to be unders until their lineup gets matured a little bit. Yeah. But I think it I think this is a it, this is a pitcher's duel. So rather than you know laying 140 in the coin flip with you, I will book it. Good, but I want under in the game, under seven and a half. Weather is always tough in San Fran just because of the have you ever goal. been there? Oh, yeah. Bunch of times. Yeah. I have that's one of the ballparks I have never been. I gotta go. I was there for Bonds, uh, for Bonds' 70th home run. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You were there. Yeah, for seven for, for number seven. I didn't see 72 or 71. I saw 70. And where that ball went, I still have no idea because it went into the cavernous hole that is in center field where there's nobody, there's no people, <laughs> which probably some maintenance worker got that baseball and either sold it or did whatever they want with it. But right. had that base, had that baseball. All right. Favorite thing about today is what? Oh, what is favorite thing about today? I mean, I seriously, we have 8,000 things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that it's just, it's Friday and like we're done with the shows and we can kind of just enjoy like the sports weekend for me. I mean, Kylie's on a road trip. She took an 11 hour bus ride to Colorado, some Ouch. small place in Colorado. She's got a four game set. So her first game um, is at noon. Our time, one o'clock mountain. So I'm going to watch that on one screen. I'm going to watch the golf on another. I don't know how much baseball I'm going to watch right now, but um, just going to enjoy the, I'm going to enjoy the rest of the day in that regard. And then the rest of the weekend, mm. I told Jess when she left for today, she's like, do you think Tiger's going to make the cut? I said, yeah. She goes, you're going to just watch golf all weekend. I said, most likely. Yes. That's just, just trying to set the tone right now. So. So far, that's the best thing about today for me. How about you? So Tiger uh, is one over after three. So he now is back to even par. Mm-hmm. Actually, sorry, he's two over today after three. So Tiger now is over, one over for the tournament. So that's not good for Tiger. Two bogeys in that's the first three not holes. The, not the start you want. Two bogeys in the first three holes for Tiger. No. no, no. So I don't know. <laughs> Projected cut line has gone to four. Uh, it's going up. Oh boy. I'm going to need, I need Jordan speed to make a bogey here to go to five because Shoffley, I have Shoffley versus speed and a head to head for all four rounds. And those Jordan's, are the best when you guy does it, when you, your opponent doesn't make the cut. Right. But right now Jordan's going to make the cut and Xander's not. <laughs> so oh, that's Xander's six. Xander is six over. Jordan is four over. So I need both to miss the cut. It's a push and it's a refund. And it's there nothing. you go. So that's what I need. I need both these guys to make. To, to, See to what I mean? The There's always something to root for. Like when you yep. have bets, like in the book, you have no idea what this guy's rooting for. Something happens <laughs> and some guy cheers or some some lady yells something. And you're like, what could they possibly be rooting for? I have a I have a, a second round matchup between right. these two. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Oh, like, okay. Wow. Makes perfect sense. So four overs of the cut line. Uh Spieth is he has he hasn't played well today either. Although he he oh my god, Spieth just triple bogeyed the twelfth. Yes, he did. Wow, water, water again. Yes, 
Whoa. So he blew up that saved my, that's going to save me. If I could somehow get a couple of birdies on the way in and go on the cut line, it would be beautiful. If I could get Xander to wake the hell up and play well. well but, all he has to do is beat him. If they don't make the cut, is a better well, score? No, they, if they, right. If Xander makes the cut and speed doesn't, I win. Right. No. What do you mean? No. If they both miss the cut. Right. I thought that voided the plus bet. six and plus eight. Doesn't the plus six guy win? No, because he didn't go all four rounds. It's a four round head to head. You got to play all four rounds for it to for it to be action. Check your house rules. Okay. I mean, that's that's what I've what I, what I bet at here in Vegas, and I've done this before. When both guys don't make the cut, it just voids. Okay. It's just because you got to on a four round head to head on a second round or first round. It it doesn't matter. Right. But on a four round, they both got to play all four rounds for it to, for the bet to be action. Okay. But I'll check it. I mean, we'll see if Jordan blows up. Jordan shot 35 I mean, we on used the to front. Grade it as, you know, if both guys didn't make the cut, plus six beat plus eight. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I don't think the Westgate does that. That's where I bet it at. I normally bet, I, I bet golf either at Circa or Westgate most often. I'll have to check that out. Uh, two outs, two on, by the way, Red Sox and the, and the Yankees of all these got 74 pitches through five, but trying Oh, two, trying to get out of this inning and basically have a, uh, a, a push. Uh, well, actually, you know what? The Red Sox probably win. Cause I'm guessing the Yankees were favored in the first five. Be my yeah. guess on that yeah, being at home and being as favorites as they were. So that, that, yeah. that, that'll be, that'll be a double. Um, okay. My favorite thing about today, one, my mom's here. So, Fun to get her. She's not been here for a year. She was here exactly one year ago today was the last time she was in town. So um, she's in town now, which is kind of crazy. I didn't realize it had been that long. It had been one full year. So uh, to have her be here is it's going to be fun. Um, I am really excited for everything happening sports-wise this weekend and just being able to see how it all plays out while my mom plays with my daughter and I can just sit and watch the game and watch whatever I got to watch. It's a beautiful thing. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. So I got golf, Madeline. Here's grandma. Here's Nona. Beautiful. We're all good. I get to, I get to do what I need to do. They have to pick you up. We're all good. Saturday night. I'm taking my mom on a foodie tour in downtown Vegas on Saturday night. Oh, okay. So we, we, we've got, my, my daughter has a huge infatuation with one of my former students who uh, whenever Maddie comes to my class, that student comes and plays with Maddie. And so like, I just said like, would you ever consider like watching Madeline? She was like, I would absolutely love it. Can I do it? And I was like, yes, I oh, want to watch it Saturday night. There you it's go. Like Saturday night. You can, you watch, she's like a hundred percent. It's like, what? Yeah, I'd love it. I was like, okay. So like, nice. there you go. So Maddie's like ecstatic that her right. favorite, former student of mine is now coming into the house and to, to, to babysit for her on Saturday night. Nice. And we're going to go to this walking foodie tour that my mom's a big food lover. So we're going to go eat some food and good stuff downtown on Saturday night. So that'll be fun. Red Sox Yankees playing tomorrow, today, tomorrow. So we got to watch a little, little baseball. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a good weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, next couple of days, but 90 degrees, Dave on Saturday, 90. Yep. We're going to the pool. We're going to pool, pool, head to the pool on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. First time for that on the year, April the 9th, 90. 
Everyone's saying that means we're going to be dying in August. Do you buy that? Dying in August anyway. It's hot. I mean, what's it going to be? Two degrees hotter? It's going to be 112? No, but like we could have a sustained 115 run. Listen, I lived in Phoenix. It does that every summer. It's it's sometimes it's hotter than others. I don't know. I've done these extreme things. I mean, I felt like growing up in Pittsburgh and having some really hard winters trained me for that. Then I moved to the Caribbean and had paradise for almost two years, 65 to 80 every day. Never changed. was perfect. Winds a little bit here and there. Nice breezes blowing, but otherwise perfect. Move back to Pittsburgh and say, I can't do winter ever again. I just don't want to. So I moved to Phoenix in Scottsdale, Arizona. It was 118 degrees the first summer I was there. I was driving around with the top down. I was the only person in the state that had my convertible down. Why? I love that that car. On principle, does I have a convertible, so I'm going to go ahead and have a convertible? Or is there a reason for it? It was older. It was a Toyota Celica GT convertible. I love that car. But the air, it took longer to cool off after sitting in the parking lot at work than it did for me to just put the top down and try to get some air. Makes sense. So still hot. I put the top down. I remember being at a red light and feeling like my head was melting. (laughs) I was like, I am. My face is melting off of my body right now. So I was like, never again. And now you're going to tell me it's hot in April. So we're going to be hotter in uh, it's supposed to be hot. Like it ain't that bad. So no, I don't buy it. Do you? Do you think it's, it's, it's hot April means we're going to have a, a hotter summer? No. I don't think it doesn't work like that to me. Yeah. Just sort of happens, right? Like weather changes. Yeah. It means we had a hot spring. That's it. it doesn't mean we're going to have a hot winter or a hot summer. It just means we had a hot spring. Right. Like, it was, we broke a record though. I mean, a week ago, it was 87 degrees. It was the hottest recorded temperature in March. Felt record. Great. I don't mind record. that. I did no, it is, but that's like everyone said it's a warning sign of like it's 87 on March 30th. What the hell is it gonna be on August 30th? Did it say that in the farmer's almanac? That's what I always used to hear. That farmer's almanac. Probably it ain't never been wrong, that farmer's almanac. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, who knows? So heat, <laughs> heat's heat's coming. Get ready, buckle up, deal with it. You know, tell your mom to put on some sunscreen. She'll be- oh, yeah. She we, we won't want to be outside on that. 99 degrees in Anaheim last night. <laughs> It was 99 in Anaheim last that's night. That's hot there. That's that's from the Ooh. chat. It's going to be 100 in Southern California today. Oh, man. That's hot as hell there. Wow. I've been in some softball tournaments where it's – we were in San Diego once, and it was 90 – it was 96 in San Diego or outside of San Diego. And those poor kids there, they didn't know what to do. We we had our – we almost won the thing. I was like, this is normal. I, you know, we're out practicing when it's 112. Give us the heat, baby. So I'm just going through the chat. There's a lot of new people in the chat today. That's pretty cool before we wrap out of here. Yeah. A lot of people I have names I have not recognized before. Roger in there. SoCal DJ. That's, that's for, yeah. Mackenzie Dern by submission at plus 250 from Jordan for UFC. I, I have a really hard time betting on attractive females in the UFC. I just feel like it's, yeah, it's just, I I always feel like it's it's a huge trap. So it's, it's always tough. Dern, I'm serious. Mackenzie Dern is a submission specialist, but like, you just don't know what to make of what happens with like, I know people who like Torres to win that fight straight up. Like it's hard. Why? 
for her by submission is plus 250 for Mackenzie Dern. Torres by decision, I think, is like plus 200. What's just the regular fight line? Where are we at here? Uh, who to win the fight? Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, Mackenzie Dern's the favorite, obviously. Uh, but oh, Torres okay. is a lot. Minus Torres 120. Is, it's a pick em fight. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, she's, I mean, it's Torres is a hundred percent live. I just, I, the more attractive the female is, the more concerning I get when it comes to betting in the UFC. Never heard this before in my life. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's what drives, it drives the narrative in a huge way, huge way. Just so Dern, yeah, Dern by submissions plus 195, Dern's by points plus 460, Torres by KO is plus 900, Torres by points at plus 140. I, I think Torres by points is a decent bet. Huh. They just don't do very much. I mean, it's just, it, it, that's just uh, what, like, it, it's one of my problems with, over. With, Dern, with Dern. Two and a half over minus 185. Yeah, I bet the over. I like I like that. And I like minus Torres by decision. 200 at the other places. Nikki's at minus 190. I mean, that's a block. That fight's yeah. going over. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I just, how I, it's my it's a three my, round fight, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're betting that the fight's going to go to distance. Two and a half. Hard, over right. I mean, you, you, take two and a half, you have a two and a half minute window that can burn you. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the, what's going to happen. I mean, it's just, it's just interesting. It's just one of those things where I, well, I, I used to talk to our boy, Joey Odessa about this yeah. and just about like, it's dangerous because the UFC knows that it's a 95% male audience. So the more attractive females get pushed and get a lot of attention and they get, you know, Paige Van Zandt and whatnot, they kind of come up. So like, does the company want them to win a couple of fights and they keep making money on them? Or did the company give them a a real fighter and they get torched? And like, Mm. it's hard to know that exactly as to what the company is doing with the fight Mm. because if you have an in-depth knowledge of the fighters, you, you can do that. But like the company does like to make money off the contract. How many fights are left of the contract for the fighter? Also, you got to look at that. Is she on the first fight of her contract or the second to last or last fight on the contract? That's mm-hmm. how the company is going to, what you know, okay. are they feeding her to the wolves? Are they building her up? So, and I, and I've seen fights where I've bet them like on their first fight and like, okay, yeah, this is a, they want to make her up into something. And then she gets knocked out in the first round. And it's like, oh, so it's, Gotcha. Fight w- women fighting, betting on the women fights is tough unless you're betting on like Valentina, which is like just better every time. <laughs> she wins every time. Amanda Nunes is pretty good to bet on. She was fight. until yeah. she ran into Juliana Pena, and I had Pena. I bet Pena right. to win that fight. So mm. yeah, I'll never forget that. That the rest of my life, I'm gonna maintain that she lost that fight because she cut too much weight and her head was too dry, not enough moisture in the brain, and that's why Pena's jab. If they fight again, I will be all over Amanda Nunes, all over her right. to, to, win that, to win that fight because she will be motivated. And I think she cut too much weight. And then the jab, she got beat by a jab. She got hit five times in the face with a jab and lost. Right. How the hell did that happen? So Ronda Rousey syndrome in a way. Yep. There's something to be said about that, Roger. I, I would agree. There's, there's some things with Ronda Rousey with, with that. All right, guys have a phenomenal weekend. We'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, do us a favor and subscribe to our stuff and go ahead and share our stuff. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube, hit the retweet button on Twitter, wherever you guys may be. Tell everybody about the show. As we did you get a bunch? Grow. Did you get pictures yesterday? Uh, with people watching the show, streaming the show or, or second screening us? Did you get it? I Any got DMs? three. 
I have three. Okay. I have three pictures good. of it. Nice. Good. Yeah. I got three pictures Thank of you, that guys. were very, very, very cool. Oh, yeah. huge. Thank you. Have a phenomenal weekend. Monday, 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern for the Monday edition of the Bostonian versus the book.